0: So we we'll continue our discussion from Srimad Bhagavatam, 17th chapter of the 10th canto Kaliya damana chastising of Kaliya, Kaliya Krishna Ki Jai. We come to verse 2 and 3 this evening. Sri katamāntā jale Gadhe Nyagrinad Bhagavan Ahim Sabai Bahu Yuga Abhasam Etasit Bipra Katyatam to the sage Sukadeva who opened the, the chapter. It says, is a sage, learned sage. Please explain how Bhagavan chastised the serpent Kalia within the deep waters of the Jamuna and how it was that Kalia had been living there for so many ages. Text 3 Brahman bhagavatas tasya Bhuman Svachandavartina Gopalo Dara Charitam kastri Yet Amritam Trishan O Brahmana. The unlimited Bhagavan freely acts according to his own desires. Who could be satisfied when hearing the nectar of the mag- of his magnanimous pastimes that he performed as a as a cowherd boy in Vrindavan? Shigopal Krishna kijai So here the king responds, as we can see, to the sages, uh, Sugadev's introductory verse, to the chapter in which he very briefly summarized the entirety of the Leela with a view to go on from there. And as I mentioned, the hesitancy or reticence on the part of Sukadev was owing to his... Uh, deep and developing identification with the Brajabhasis whose plight in this Leela is uh, is considerable. Indeed, as we'll hear, um, the cows died, the coward boys committed suicide, the villagers could only be held together in their despair by the by Balarams invoking his omniscience to try to uh, pull the situation uh, together it was so it's a very very uh, disconcerting uh, event that went on for quite some time, and the whole of the bridge was uh, absorbed in it. And of course, we'll hear this as as we go go forward, and Sugadev's identification with with this and their plight and their despair is such that he, he's, he's reticent to, to, to bring it up, to go into it in, in detail. Hmm? Raj Parikshit, on the other hand, so I, I, I want to say from the point of, point of view of bhava, he's uh, sort of reluctant to, to tell the story, or his, his is, is is checking him from going into the details of it, and feeling the despair in his own identification with the Um And this is, of course, what's supposed to happen to us. We hear the drama, just like we watch a movie, we get projected into the movie and we identify with uh, in today's movies and cinema with the uh, heroes and heroines and, and uh, demons and so on and so forth and experience various emotions that give us relief From day to day life, Um, and they're they're unreal, of course. They're 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 beyond uh, the experience of everyday life and everything. One lives happily ever after, or people do extraordinary things that otherwise they they could not, and so on and so forth. So this is just another drama, if you will. But it's the drama in the life of the personality of God, and and hearing it is very powerful when heard from the proper. Uh, source, Sugade is obviously um, such a proper source because he has such feeling for it. He's living in a drama, and again, his feelings are like those of the Prajapasis. And although it's time to, in the course of telling the whole story, if you will, of the, of the life of Bhagwan as it manifests. Uh, in this world to purchase Maharaja it, it has to come but let's just summarize it and not go into the details but the Raj on the other hand as we see here he he wants to hear the whole the whole story and um, he's not he doesn't appear to be quite clear on the reluctance as to the re- reluctance of uh, Sukhadeva Goswami and perhaps we can say that he's being used here as an instrument for our sake hmm, to bring out the tatva so from a tatva point of view rather than a bhava point of view it's important to hear such uh, narratives of the leela, even when as is this as in this case they uh, depict the low tide of separation and despair that is part of the ocean of bhakti rasa a significant uh part Hmm? it says the ocean has low and high tides or the river has two banks which it moves from side to side so the Lila has um, both its union and its separation both its its uh, its joys and its uh, its uh, sufferings or its despair that's why or one of the reasons it's said to be difficult uh, to uh, to understand to hmm? uh, Krishnadas makes a nice statement that I've cited many times in this regard, when he says, Bhaya bhita re Krishna premer adbhuta charit. The adbhuta, the wonderful, extraordinary charit or character of Prem, is that while on the outside it looks disconcerting, hmm? on the inside is full of ananda. Hmm? And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, of course, is a good example. His own personal uh, life could be viewed as very disconcerting, if not properly understood weeping, incoherence, hmm? uh, falling on, on the ground wailing, um, even instances during the rathyatra of perspiring blood, extraordinary uh, symptoms that were uh, for fortunate uh, with, uh, fortunately the Goswamis and Sanatana have been able to locate on the scriptural map and give us some understanding of it that we might take advantage of the um, and understand properly the, um, ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and how it's uh, desirable. Vijay Bhachiramarsan used to tell us of a story where, uh, uh yeah, that, uh, from his past when someone had, I guess he had become or was interested in becoming a follower of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the fellow said, he looks very unhappy a uh, fellow uh, and you want to be like that so it requires to, we look under the surface and of course we need good help for that that's why I cited the other day the Bhagavatam verse Bhagavata the Bhagavat says by regular hearing the Bhagavatam hmm? uh, the Bhagavatam is is of course said in the Purana the Buddha uh, Purana I are mean, fortunate to invoke the Buddha Purana relative to the story here and we've heard that Garuda has some history uh, with regard to Kaliya and why he's there in uh, the Garuda it is said that uh, that the Srimad Bhagavatam is the natural commentary on the Vedanta Sutra which is kind of the logic of the scriptures it takes all these what Pujapachita wants once described as a jungle of sounds and gives a concordance of them Show them how they're pointing really all in the same direction, speaking over here to this audience in one way, to another audience in another way, hmm, to people of different levels of eligibility, hmm, seem to be saying contradictory things, but when you understand it hmm, in light of the center of of bhakti, then it all uh, uh, comes together in one complete... Uh, message if you will mm-hmm. and this is this is then um, what uh, we uh, uh, the explanation of the sutras which seek to do that the natural explanation is the Bhaktan it itself mm-hmm. so it's a powerful um, spiritual logic sometimes the sutras Vedanta Sutra is called the nyaya so the logic of the scripture and mm-hmm. um, so by regular hearing, we come and to understand the ground, the, uh, the tattva on which the, the, the lila of Krishna is performed. And as I've often said, we really can't separate the tatva from the bhava. When I came out with my edition of the Tattva-sandarabha many years ago, one of my students in Vrindavan um, ran into a couple of my god brothers and he was it said that he, he was reading the Tattva Sandarbha and at that time these devotees were associated with another Vaishnav and they responded, Oh the Tattva, that's so boring. Hmm? It's the bhava this was what is important. Hmm? <laughs> and it was not was of course it was he reported to me that and I was not very much appreciative of of the uh, um, such a statement, uh, as if the two were apart from one another. We were looking more at the tattva as the ground out of which the bhava will rise. We don't have the proper tatva, the proper samigan, the proper Siddhanta hmm, uh, Then the emotions that uh, the the drama is filled with, they're performed on the ground of that tattva, within the parameters of the tattva. And so without that uh, the Baba will be only a, uh, a mundane sentiment. Hmm. So nowadays it's popular at the uh, uh, in Americas, they have this uh, what they call the Bhakti-Fest and I've never been and I don't really have much of a desire to go, um and to give you an example of why, one of the popular products there is a, is a T-shirt that's being sold that says, Be in the Bhava. Mm. So, to cheapen the Bhava, mm, that is uh, a great uh, disservice. Mm. Once Pujapachita Marsh asked, or was asked, um, something along the lines of what's worse, the sahajiyas or the maya or something like that, the is being a, a term used by Bhagavad Gita to characterize those who who um, uh, really kind of did separate the bhava from the tattva and, and, and in a um, in a cheapened way hmm, uh, considered themselves to be participating in it, experiencing it, and so on and so forth. And he replied something like, what's worse, a thief or a counterfeiter? So the thief outright steals away. My buddies they do away with Bhagawan altogether. They're easy to identify. Okay. We, we don't I have one anything to do with, with that. Who, who dismisses the lila, the the rupa, the form, the guna, the qualities of Krishna in terms of their expression and transcendence beyond the gunas. Mahaprabhu would liken such to someone uh, describing Bhagawan as deaf, dumb, lame, and blind, has no eyes, has no ears, has no hands. Upanishads on the other hand and the Gita as well, echoing the, the, the Shruti, uh, state that although he has no hands his hands are everywhere although he has no legs he walks everywhere very fast That <laughs> Raita Charya was perplexed by such a verse in, in the 13th chapter of the Gita and, uh, and being an early explainer of the Gita from the bhakti perspective um, and I believe in a dream Mahabhu came to him and said you understand it in this way my hands and legs are everywhere, because everywhere are my devotees, my hands, my legs, my mouth, and everywhere they're offering to me, and everywhere I'm going there, wherever they are, and I'm extending my hands and I'm accepting the food. In other words, the statement, my hands and legs are everywhere, is like he has no particular form. But Mahaprabhu explained it in this way. I am in my form, my medium-sized form, that doesn't appear to be infinite neither infinitesimal but medium, like us so to speak but I am in that form everywhere For that matter, everything is within that form that's another philosophical point so um, at any rate the uh, the tattva and the bhava these are not two separate thing but the ground of the tatva out of that the bhava will arise and to cheapen that um, uh, is a great disservice a thief steals away the my body sort to do away with with, with Bhagawan and his leela altogether and but the but this the, the sahajiyas who in this sense in this way of using the word cheapening the bhava, and in some respects, disassociating it with the tattva or uh, 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 they, uh, Shuddha Marsh compared them the counterfeit. So counterfeit is more difficult to, <laughs> to deal with, if you will, than a thief, right? A thief outright takes the money, you know, as a problem. Counterfeiter gives you money. Hmm? And you're usually in large bills also. So only sometime later you found out you spent a counterfeit bill, and the and the and the, and the legal system catches up with you, and, and so forth. And where is the person who gave you to, gave it to you, and so forth? So it's rather um, insidious. And Dr. Nunsor was was very uh, uh, concerned about uh, that type of uh, misrepresentation of such a uh, such a high thing. Hmm? such a high thing that is really uh, in, 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 uh, brought out in this Leela and when we see the extent to which the brujpass are identified with Krishna because his whole existence comes into question here as we see as we see wrapped in the coils of Kali as he was with his demise which appeared imminent there was the end of their lives as well. Mm-hmm. To feel like this, mm-hmm. to really feel like this. Mm-hmm. This is not a cheap, cheap thing. Etzugeriv is feeling like it, and 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 so much so that he's he's, he's reticent to, talk, to even to talk about it. Pritchett Marsh, on the other hand, is is eager to hear, and he doesn't know exactly why, because he doesn't know the details. It's apparent that he knows something about it, and it's a famous story. That is to say, the the Kalia, and his. Having uh, taken up residence in the Jamuna, the charges had labored to point out that the lake was big and it was over here, and the river flowed that way, and so the poison was wasn't flowing down into the into the uh, community, and so forth, and uh, and so somehow it was contained there, and they could carry on and take advantage of the the, the river in an ordinary sense. Speak of it in a sacred sense, but they couldn't go to the lake of Kalia. That, as mentioned here in the, in the, in the first verse tonight, um, yathasid vipra kartitam Savaibahu bahu yugabasam it, uh, He asks basically two things. Um, that, and, he, and in doing so, he addresses Sugadeva as a vipra, which is an interesting point in itself. Um, Vipra is a term typically used to refer to a Brahmana, and of course, Sugade was was not a Brahmana by Vaishnav or, excuse me, by, by Varnashram standards. Having taken birth and left home without undergoing any samskars, not receiving the sacred thread, hmm. um, it said, and and and, and, and Sutta Goswami, one of the, 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 the narrators, really of the of the Bhagavatam in this form. When he opens his narrative and ans- begins to answer the sages' questions, of course, he first defers to Sugadeva and, and makes mention of his extraordinary uh, position, having left home uh, right after birth and not undergone any for within uh, the Dharma Marg, uh, and, and, and immediately going to the forest, and of course then hearing the verses of the Bhagavatam, and becoming the speaker of the Bhagavatam that he is. Um so in a in a sense, uh of course we we can draw from this reference here that as I was saying the other day in the discussion, Vaishnava is a Brahman. Hmm? Vaishnava is a Brahman and he's, and he or she is not a Brahmin or a Brahmani. Hmm? Is, is, is a Brahmin in substance, but not necessarily in, in detail. Because to be a Brahmin in, in, in detail, you had to learn. It's, it's an occupation. It's one of the uh, Varnas. Chaturvarna Mayashishtam. So there's four Varnas. They're occupational uh, uh, ways of, of, of life the priestly way of life, the Brahminical way of life. So there's so many details to how to be a Brahmin. You may be born in a Brahmin family, but if you're not trained as a Brahmin, then you can't act as a Brahmin. So, we may be Vaishnavas uh, to the extent that we are Vaishnavas, then we are Brahmins in substance, uh, like Sukadevalo, maybe he's born in the Brahmin family also, but anyway, he didn't undergo any samskars. He wasn't really part of the Varnashram system, um, but nonetheless, means learned. It, he's learned it in the topics of Krishna, Krishna Kata, hmm? and he's learned it and he has feeling for them as well. He knows the story and his feeling for it at the same time is causing him to be a little. A little Closed-lipped, in terms of relating it, Hmm? Um, but he 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 he's he knows the nature of Brahman, Hmm? right? This is what it means in essence to be a Brahmana. Hmm? So the Vaishnavas are are Brahmins, and they're they're not Brahmins, Brahmins in essence, in that they have been uh, um, accepted. Into a path, into a tradition that transcends the limits of which the Varnashram system reaches. Hmm? The upper end of it is the vernacular side of it, if you will, hmm? um, higher end of Satvaguna and so forth. They have been initiated into the Nirguna path. Hmm? The Paramo Nirmat Saranam Satam, as we said the other night. The, uh, the the path of the paramhamsas. It doesn't mean that they're paramhamsas, but the gracious nature of bhakti is that we've been accepted into the path of, of the paramhamsas, which means we get to, we, we have faith in them, we associate with them, we take advantage of their explanations and so forth, and we feel that that by such um, that there's uh, 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 there, there's a surety those feelings will come within us. A person is really a product of their um, association. So we're Brahmins in substance and we, we, we know Brahman uh, theoretically. We're Vaishnavas. Same thing, we're not trained and this is not our profession necessarily to be Brahmins and, and we're, we're not in that sense. Something like a boy born in the brahmana family but never gets the the um, the upanayana thread undergoes a Samskar. so suka so we can we can identify with with Sukadev. here he's being referred to as as a vipra hmm? as a learned most learned person hmm? the word vipra also uh, expresses The interest of Raj Brikshit to hear about the Leela in detail, because it also means intensity and excellence, and uh, so it implies that I would like to hear. You have some reluctance, it appears, is the implication, to explain the Leela in detail, but I would like to hear it in great detail. And he, he gives an explanation of. Oops, of why, let's see here. Um, and and what and what he asks is about two aspects of the history that we heard something about, right? Mm-hmm. The history and, and of how the condition arose, it, what gave rise to Bhagawan's performing this Leela, and how did the Leela we heard a little bit about the history of Kaliya and how he ended up in the lake. He was—it uh, uh, it involved Vaishnava Parad, the um, the, uh, the uh, serpent people, a certain class of people <laughs> were living on a particular island, and Guru would come there, and they would offer. They had actually made an offering. I think I said snakes, but actually they made offering of roots and fruits, and Garuda came and ate those, um, and they worshipped him. But this Kaliya amongst them became envious and started to eat the offerings himself, which which invoked the wrath of Garuda, who winged him, and um, and uh, and uh, subsequently to flee the the wrath of Garuda, which is a, a wrath that that is expressed by the Vaishnava Garuda um, as, as something arising out of an understanding that he whom I represent, he who I am fully identified with, he who I am one with, Bhagavan, Sri Krishna, this person has disregard for him. He's not taking it personally, but he is in a sense that his personhood is fully identified with, uh, with his, he whom he, he, he carries, who he is, he is the servant of Shri Krishna. So he took the offense to himself to mean an offense to Bhagavan, and so he reacted accordingly, and Kaliya fled and went to the uh, Jamuna where he thought he'd be safe because previously Sovari Muni, the ascetic, had... Um, had uh, developed mundane compassion. Hmm? Mundane compassion to an extent that it got in the way of understanding um, uh, essential spiritual truths. So he was compassionate to the fish, the chief of whom to. Eight, which the biceps say no harm he's a, he's a bird we went through that <laughs> to some extent but Sobari Muni became upset and cursed Garuda that if he would eat a fish he would die immediately if he would come to the lake and if he entered the lake he would die slowly something like that mm-hmm. and he was of course he was doing this out of compassion for the fish but you see what happened so there's a, there's a possibility that mundane compassion can get in the way and of solving a problem and constitute only, in Prabhupada's language, saving of the dress of a drowning man. So if you man is drowning, you swim in the river and save him and you pull his clothes out, but you don't have him then. So mundane compassion is good, and it's a kind of a shadow of the full face of compassion Mm. but while it may run along parallel lines mundane compassion with uh, the full face of compassion there may be a place where the two uh, uh, separate Mm. and so here's an instance he was thinking uh, and protect the fish and as a result he offended Garuda what happened to the fish is the point he was compassionate to the fish but because his mundane compassion for the fish which isn't a bad thing but in this instance it ran in opposition to the full face of compassion that is, that is found within within a, a transcendentalist's perspective which uh, serves to treat the, the disease rather than the symptom. Hmm? Also treat the symptom, if possible, as far as possible, but with, with full knowing that my, the, the, the greater balance of my energy should be invested in bringing about a consp- comprehensive solution, which anybody would do if they knew that on a higher level uh, we can forego helping, on a lower level by investing our time in a higher level and bringing a larger and more comprehensive solution to the problem. Hmm? Um, some people open, open a soup kitchen. Some people try to change the political system, invest all their energy there, for example. So, are they bad? Hmm, because they're not opening a soup kitchen and no, they're thinking they have a more comprehensive... Uh, change the uh, the balance of the distribution of wealth and... Uh, and uh, put a bowl of soup in everyone's home and so forth. So so of course we're taking it even to another another level, hmm? right? By seeing that hunger for example is uh, is not solved by feeding people. It certainly is on on a on a, uh, in a for an interim period, but hunger will never be solved by offering food. Hunger is a perpetual problem that is, is a result of identifying with the body hmm? which incidentally Vaishnavism is so friendly that we we get a body a sadhaka daya and it can be hungry like Garuda was hungry for fish hmm? and if a Vaishnav is hungry we shouldn't think Maharaj you should control your senses you shouldn't be hungry hmm? no <laughs> Garuda was hungry and his hunger should have been been, been honored but in the name of protecting the fish, he cursed Garuda. And what happened to the fish as a result? We see what happened. Kalia went into the lake, and all the fish died. Even the birds that flew over the lake died from his, his, his poison that represents his, the envy kind of personified that he was. Hmm. So the point being that historically, then what—that the—that the—the the shadow of the full face of compassion expressed by Muni hmm, that caused him to make Vaishnava Parad didn't solve the problem of the fish who were lamenting that one of their the their, 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 their leading fish had been eaten. Hmm. Maybe others might be eaten by gruta here and there, but all of them died as a result. So it's just an example of, of to emphasize the point, hmm, that we could be compassionate in a mundane sense to a fault. It's possible, if we're really Vaishnavas, of course, we also have compassion for the plight of people on the immediate level of their uh, distress. I've told the story many times of. How one of my godbrothers was standing on the balcony in the in the what was then a rented house that we had as a temple in Calcutta, and with Prabhupada he looked down and there were two beggars there, and and one of them I think must have had a hand cut off and was was begging, hmm. and um, sometimes the uh, people were so poor in India that they might even cut off the hand of a child so they could be a beggar hmm. and bring food. Hmm. So, he said to Prabhupada, sometimes I feel compassion for these people. As if to say, I know it's maya to be compassionate about their material plight and it's just a symptom of the disease, of their real problem that we need to treat and so forth. But sometimes I actually feel compassion for them in that condition. And Prabhupada said, why only sometimes? Sometimes in the car when we would, when Prabhupada would stop and at the light in Delhi and the beggars would come, he would give money. We, we had earned the money, we had co- collected that money with our labor. Prabhupada would give it to some, some devotee. Why well, Prabhupada give money to them? They're just in hmm? It should be spent uh, for, for Krishna and so forth. Some thoughts like that were expressed at times. Hmm. But you see the completeness of the Vaishnava. He or she is Kripa-sindhu. Hmm? Kripa means mercy. Sindhu means ocean. Ocean of mercy, so naturally it overflows to to feel concern for the plight of people on a material level. It's not this hard-heartedness sometimes that, that the false monastic ex- expresses for the plight of, of the people. That's their karma. Too bad. Hmm? of karma, something like that. But, at the same time, hmm, it's not that the mundane compassion, Pujhapada said, what should I do in this regard? What should I do? Hmm? Shall I run off to feed the people when there are hungry people in front of me, if I open my mouth, wanting to be fed and nourished with the kathamritam? Hmm? Krishna Lila hmm? does He uses a term like this. He says, "What well, hmm? Amritam hmm? In his words, if I opened my mouth. I found myself surrounded by hungry people, hungry for hearing the amrit, the deathless nectar of Krishna Lila, Krishna kata which is a comprehensive solution to the problem. If some people want that, should I put them off to go help the hungry people? Hmm? When he was in South India, stationed there with the uh, mission given to him by Bhakti Saddam to establish a temple, a, mat, a monastery in Madras, Pujhapachita Maharshi Associates approached the king for a donation. I've told the story many times. And um, so the king's secretary came. We're from Gaudiya This is what we do. We're followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We don't want to open up a moth here and teach. And he said, oh, very good, very good. So uh, we would like a donation from the king. Uh, this is, of course, prior to India becoming a sovereign country. So they were different kingdoms. Um, and uh, so he said, well, "We'll put you on the list for sure." So some time went by, some time went by, and the donation was not forthcoming. So they they went back and they asked, that, "What about that donation?" He said, "Oh well, yes, you're you're on the list, hmm? but you have to understand, King has many other important, more important projects, like he's going to open a hospital over here." and he's going to open a soup kitchen over there and so on and so forth and all of these um virtuous and important um services to the public um but they eclipsed the importance of opening the moth that Shunamar said at the time that I realized we're not going to get a donation here we're at the bottom of the list he doesn't understand i have nothing to lose so I might as well come out with the whole thing. Hmm? And he quoted a famous verse from the 10th chapter, 10th canto, 33rd chapter, right at the end of the Rasa Leela. It was this, shranvitanushanayad vittavarna yadyam bhaktim param labdakamam hridrogam ashpava 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 hinoti acirim tajatiri acir acir bhakti-parampati-labdyakamam so, uh, hridrogam the verse is uh, Sukadeva's answer to Pariksit's concern about Krishna uh, uh, associating in the night with other people's wives and how to understand that that story and Sukadeva among other things, replies, he said, you should know that the that these are the activities of Vishnu. Hmm? The activities of Vishnu, which is, of course, an Aishwarya name, Vishnu means all-pervasive, that that boy is all-pervasive. We're all inside of him, actually. And he's standing outside of us at the same time. Hmm? And inside, he was all-pervasive, he's standing in front of us, his interaction with the with the wives of bruj if you hear about that from the proper authorities what will happen is that the disease of lust within the heart hmm, bhakti will come into the heart and the disease of lust which is the real disease not the symptom hmm, but the disease that is the whole uh, that all of the symptoms like famine and uh, petulance disease and so forth um, are expressions of that disease can be cured that's what we're doing he said hmm? we're building a temple and a place where people can come and get the cure to all the problems and he came on very strongly like this he said I said he said and an elephant eats 200 200 pounds of food a day hmm? And when it's served, the next day he needs another 200 pounds, and another 200 pounds. Hmm? So, how will you? What is your program for solving the hunger? Hmm? How comprehensive is it? Hmm. Kings have elephants; they need to feed them 200 pounds of food a day. <laughs> and the people—when will it ever end? We, we are offering a comprehensive solution. We should be first on your list. Hmm? So he thought, I have nothing to lose, I might as well come out with the whole thing and tell him hmm, that your mundane compassion is good, but if it gets in the way of this, hmm, then what? Then there will be no solution. So powerfully citing the uh, the, the core of the Bhagwat, hmm, uh, how this Krishna Leela is a cure to the disease of the heart. Hmm? Yeah. His name, they got a donation. <laughs> You imagine how compelling was his, uh, his, his speech at the time. So, again, part of the history here is that, and uh, the lesson from it is that mundane compassion of Sobhari hmm, became a problem for the fish, not a solution to the fish. They all died. Hmm. He cursed Kali, Kali, Kali. Garuda. Hmm, Garuda didn't go there anymore being omniscient himself hmm? or being connected with the omniscient he knew oh he cursed I won't go there hmm? meanwhile Kaliya went there and all the fish died so don't it's it's possible that that good karma can get in the way of our bhakti hmm? to do good karma to get good karma can be a problem hmm? You can be too pious, materially speaking, to be able to understand Bhakti. We we hear that at the time of Jiva Goswami there were people who could not get the Parakya of Krishna, Leela. And for that reason he spoke on Swakiya as as being how the leela manifests in the nirguna. Hmm? Married, for a certain section of people who are hearing from him at the time at the, of, the, of the, at the early beginnings of the Sampradaya, that it was his preaching strategy. While well, he himself was a parikhyavadi, of course. Hmm? So many examples. So we heard a little bit something about that history. So. Raj is asking about that history which we'll be explaining in the next chapter where we've jumped to it. And he's also asking what? How is it that... What did Krishna do? I mean, how did he... There's a history of... A long history of Kaliya being there. He hasn't been there a long time to have made it so poisonous. Hmm? And he, the word yuga is used here. For yugas he's been there. Hmm? So what transpired when Krishna... Dealt with it. Of course, Krishna is dealing with it because you know, all the inhabitants of Vrindavan are affected by this. Potentially, this is the the nervous central nervous system of the of the Vrindavan that is that is non different from his own body. Hmm? Extraordinary. Uh, so he's going to deal with Kali. Of course, Kali is living in Jamuna for Yugas. Well, that's interesting too, right? Therefore, we'll find that that his Krishna doesn't kill him. Hmm? and his wives of course plead his case ultimately hmm? and and he he appears ultimately to be very fortunate Krishna performed a kind of rasa dance preview trailer to the rasa dance on the heads of Kaliya for the for the budding puvarag of the gopis hmm? it was the, the tender beginnings of their of their love they saw him on the banks of the of, of the uh, of the jamuna, those details, of course, uh, to come. Hmm. they're thinking, so they replied, oh, how fortunate and how blessed he is. Even the Lakshmi couldn't have this good fortune. Yeah. And you're doing the rasa on his head. He's participating in the rasa so, uh So, if you offend a Vaishnava, you're living in the Dham, it's not good. There will be bad reactions, but some good will come. Hmm. Yeah. In, in, due, in due course. So how that all, what what happened? And, he, and so he says, anyway, in brief, is it Brahman Bhagavatas Tasya Bhuman Swachandavartina Gopalo Daracharitam Charitam Kastriptyam This is again the second verse tonight, the third verse of the chapter. Hmm? This is again O Brahman Bhagavan Bhumna Swachandavartina this krishna who is unlimited bhuman who is swachanda Bhartina, who 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 is like independent in his own desires he does whatever he wants he is the personification of free will our will is not entirely free in other words we may will something doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen unless he sanctions it won't hmm. Yeah, so, whatever he wants happens. He can do anything. He's completely independent, he's saying here. Hmm? He's really, Raj is really speaking about Krishna in a way that also differentiates him from, from Narayan. Not that the Narayan is not self-fulfilled and so forth and so on, but, um, he goes on to say what, uh, Gopalu This Gopal, he is Krishna. Is, uh, is cowherd is very his pastimes his charit, his character his pastimes are very udara very merciful. Narayan doesn't have leelas like this. He has leela avatars, hmm? aspects of himself who perform certain leelas, but they cannot capture the heart and minds of the public in the way that krishna leela can. ram leela can, to some extent, but Krishna-lila is so, so much more. Such, such the popularity of the Bhagavatam compared to the, the Matsya-purana, Gurma purana, or Gorma purana. Uh, And and when, and for that matter, so beautiful is the Bhagavat, when the leelas of Ram, when the leelas of, of Kurma and Narasimha, when the lila of Narasimha is told in the Bhagavatam, that's what we want to hear about it, not from the Narasimha Purana. We won't get the same feeling for it. These avatars are an aspect of the avatari. They're a sheltered tattva, Krishna being the shelter-giving tattva. When we hear about the lives and the leelas of Narayan's avatars, in the Bhagavatam, we hear about them in, in, in ways that we don't hear from the narratives that are s- s- exclusively about them. We get some feeling for them, hmm? such as the excellence of srimad Bhagavatam, and s- such uh, it underscores uh, its uh, uh, principal point of tattva, Krishna's two Bhagavan I am. Hmm? So. Sri so of is making statements along these lines the pastimes of leela's of Krishna as a cowherd mm? these are very extraordinary and filled with, filled with magnanimity grace that overflows and and he they're uh, uh, completely independent unlimited in possibility mm? completely independent they're this is the full face of the word leela, as I have sometimes explained. The word leela really applies to Krishna leela in Vrindavan, not even to Krishna in Mathura, Dwarka, what to speak of beyond that, where, for example, in Mathura and Dwarka, Krishna is also attending to dharma, hmm? establishing dharma. Here he's chastising Kaliya. That's that's true, but. His concern is for Jamuna for all the devotees of of Brudge, for the cows. They can drink the waters, and this Jamuna being the lifeline of the village and so forth. So, point being, at any rate, that in he, he, and he of course, he's and he's doing it in the context of playing also, as we'll hear. He escapes off, and Balaram stays home that day. And off he goes to the, to the Jamuna. And the first place he goes is right, right where he's not supposed to go, right to the Kaliya, Lake, where his mother told him repeatedly, "Do not go there. Do not go there." Balaram, don't allow him to go there. Off he goes, and, and there he plays. In the context of his play, he gives a trailer, of the of the Rasa to come, and so forth. And he, and he. Chastises Kaliya by dancing. Through his dancing, he he defeats his his poison. Best uh, uh, defense is a good uh, offense. Is something, that we'll hear as as we we go forward. The word here, uh, the uh, beautiful words that Pritchard uh, Marsh uses to um, um, describe Krishna are. Uh, interesting. Again, he says, gopal udara charitam." So it literally means that uh, gopal, gopal, gopal means to protect, go means cows. So the cow protector, the cowherd boy, Krishna, his charit, his character, his pastimes, they're very magnanimous. And triptyeta amritam duṣam. Partaking of them is... Is, de- is deathless it's like Amrit it's the it's the it's the fountain of youth mm-hmm. it's the uh, it's the it ends death it's a solution to the problem of, of, of death mm-hmm. um, he knows this thats why he wants it to come out he's not sure why, Perci- why Sukadeva why Sugadeva is a little reticent to tell the whole story the feelings that he's having but but, it, but the whole story he knows the whole story Good and bad, or up and downs of Christian leela, they're actually like, like uh, um, even the separation, leelas of separation. Painful they are, but helpful they are, beautiful they are, purifying they are. So great. Uh, Goswami gives an example in the Great Bhagavad if you take very cold ice and put it on your skin, it will be experienced like you're being burned. So the leelas of separation are like this. They're not actually burning, they're cold, they're refreshing if you will, like ice. But there's an appearance, and 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 devotees don't want it to be separated from Krishna. But the separation itself, it really does make their hearts grow fonder. So. So, he's from a Tattva point of view, he ready to hear the whole thing. Maybe that's why Sukadeva doesn't want to say it, but when the actual feelings come, then it's another thing. So, But anyway, he says here, again, these words are interesting Gopala Uddara Charitam, and Sachandabhartina. He's independent, Krishna. He, He does whatever he wants. He's a coward boy and his pastimes are very magnanimous. But the word go also means senses. So it also can be taken to mean that that Krishna, who un, uh, is unlimited, uh, can do whatever he wants, uh, completely independent, is the protector of the senses that means of his devotees, shows Udar kindness to them such as his character that he that he protects their senses, that he puts himself on their senses, that he gives them senses through which he expresses himself in unlimited ways in his Leela. He gives them bodies constituted of his Sarup Shakti with senses. And through those senses he experiences unlimited fulfillment of all his desires. They're their conduits for that. Those those devotees and their senses are non-different from him, they're extensions of his own senses. Hmm? So it's, it's very peculiar because his independence, his freedom, is also uh, uh, rooted in the, in, the, in the fact, in the tattva, that, that he is a product, looked at it from another way, of their desires. He's controlled by their desires, <laughs> by their senses. If they, if, if, what will please their senses, that's what he's about. What will please his senses, that's what they're about, this is praying. Mm-hmm. So he's um, he's limited and unlimited at the same time. He's independent and fully dependent at the same time, fully captured, overwhelmed, conquered by praying. The verse, uh, the term that Sukadeva has used, tells us both things about Bhagwan oh, Shri Krishna, Kopal Krishna Kaleedamna Premanande. Any question? Yes. So what I mean here, what exactly is the the, the, the different the difference the difference is that uh, Prabhupada's ordinary compassion doesn't get in the way of the, of the full face of compassion. So Bharamuni's compassion resulted in, 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 in committing Vaishnava abroad, which means he didn't understand that Garuda was a, was a person, a being that represented a comprehensive solution to the problem of the fish and the world and, and so on and so forth. So let's say, for example, um, I I I say, Swami, you know, there you are sitting in your ashram, talking about these stories. Meanwhile, the people of Costa Rica are suffering. Why aren't you coming and protesting? Why aren't you partic- participating in the in the in the protest? Why aren't you or doing this or that? And, and therefore, they make offense to what I'm doing. Hmm? Now, I may identify with the plight, but if I run off there, then who will feed you? And you're interested in a comprehensive solution to the problem, right? Hmm? We have it to offer, we have Krishna-katha to offer. So so Prabhupada would show the compassion, but it's not going to get in the way of. Um, a comprehensive solution, indeed, it can be put aside hmm? if the more pressing um, opportunity to offer a comprehensive solution to a few, even even to one, presents itself. Do you understand? that devotees should naturally they are soft hearted and compassionate and, and uh, uh, I suppose that there are devotees that, that do um, uh, kind of grow in the wrong way of sorts and the um, lack of good association so good association I think we can Uh, avoid that um, you know two sides one side is I leave the monastery because I want to save the world (laughs) good luck Mm -hmm. become part of the part of the problem practically and then the other one is I stay at the monastery because you know the world is my hiding from it so to speak so good, good association can help us to not take a kind of a karmic or a jnan-oriented uh, take on, um, on, on bhakti. Yeah. And that said, uh, the jnanis are typically uh, compassionate, real jnanis also. Uh, but it shouldn't be a problem. You're a kind, good-hearted person. It Doesn't mean we can run and solve everybody's problem all the time, and we don't want to be in with it. But when we can, you know, we certainly make it up. All right, we'll stop there. She, Gunturashi, met Bhagutkija. Rajiv Gopal